Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud Orlando. I want to thank you for listening to us through Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Help us grow our purple community by following us on all our social media outlets. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're also available on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're available on Instagram as Pineda underscore O-R-L. We're available on Facebook as Loud and Proud Orlando. And on Twitter as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And vamos Orlando.
Welcome everyone to Loud and Proud Orlando. My name is Luis Carlos Pineda. It's Monday, July the 25th, 8.40 p.m. Thank you so much. We're about 10 people live right now. Thank you for supporting us and for tuning in into the show tonight. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. We, we are on the verge of essentially one of the biggest, um, I will say, games in uh, Orlando City, you know, onwards to get silverware for Orlando City, for, for the city of Orlando in general. I don't think it's just uh, the club. It's more than that. I think it's uh, the city of Orlando. We haven't really won a lot of silverware in any other sports that we've that we've had teams on. So um, very important uh, time to be a, a lion, right? a lion uh, an Orlando City lion. Also, you know, we'll talk about what happened in Philly, you know, uh, um, a loss, well, happened with Philly. Uh, at Explorer Stadium, uh, a loss for the Lions. Uh, we'll dis dissect all of that. We'll have also Espareja on the hot seat. Uh, that's another topic that we're going to talk about uh, on the verge of a possible final in the U.S. Open Cup and on the verge of reaching playoff contention. We're still maintaining our playoff uh, contention fifth in the East. And uh, we'll talk about this and more. D.C., too, you know, I, you know, I put Ben in DC, quoting the the song for the legendary punk band Bad Brains, right? Um, and uh, we're going to DC, DC to. I, I want to thank Gung Ho and 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 win that game too because they uh, it was a tough game for us at Explorer Stadium, so. Uh, we'll talk about that. And before, before we go and, and I give the mic to, to Dave and to Paula, I want to, again, um, first and foremost, thank everyone for your support, not only online on our social media accounts, but also on YouTube. Yeah, we're growing. We're at 417 uh, subscribers right now, um, growing every show. So keep spreading the word. We're trying to get to the 500 mark, at least half to 1,000. Once we get to a thousand, we're probably going to throw out a party. So, uh, click on the notification bell, subscribe to the channel. We're also on Facebook as Loud and Proud Orlando, and also on Twitter at LPO underscore podcast. So, thank you so much to everyone that is tuning in. And also, uh, we're on um, audio. Our audio version is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you're listening, thank you so much for listening. So, thank you so much again, um, David. Um, how did you take this game against Philly and, uh, you know, a loss for the Lions? Um, lack of finishing galore, in my opinion, again. The only opportunity Philly had, they took advantage of. We had several. We didn't do anything. What were your, th uh, your, your, your thoughts of this game from the get-go? Well, happy Monday, first of all, to everybody. Uh, and uh, I echo myself with Luis' words. Uh, thank you very much to everybody that supports us week after week. Uh, as you can see, I'm not at home. I'm in a hotel room. I'm on vacation with my family, so my apologies if you hear noises. My family is doing their best to stay quiet. So um, the game, unfortunately, I was not able to watch it because um, I was out of the area, so I couldn't use the, uh, the Lion Nation app. And I couldn't watch it on ESPN Plus because I have a 407 number. So you see my, my issue there. Now, I 
caught up with what happened uh, watching the uh, the the review uh, video uh, later on on YouTube, and obviously uh, the latest episode of Tiro de Esquina uh, with uh, Paola and her soon-to-be husband, uh, which I recommend. We'll talk about that later. But uh, I I was able to get the impressions of the people that were there. Uh, very informative. So what I can tell you is this. Once again, um, we failed to step up to the occasion. Uh, I understand that the goal given to uh, Philadelphia was controversial. Um, I understand the penalty not given to us was controversial. One where I choose not to debate Philadelphia fans because it's the same sterile argument as the one that we had with uh, Nashville fans last year, uh, decision that that they pro-apologized for later, but still cost us hosting a game, money to our club, uh, and quite honestly probably handed uh, New York City an opportunity uh, to a championship that perhaps they would have not had had they played us here in Orlando. The slaughterhouse, as or as, as the players refer to our stadium, because every time they go for a must-win game here in Orlando, or they're in Orlando, because I'm not in Orlando right now. Uh, then you know they end up uh, failing. With that said, uh, I will allow uh, Pro to make their decision. Was it a pen? Was it not? I'm biased, so I'm gonna say yes. But like many people have said online, if we are dependent on on goals, uh, VAR decisions, uh, on sheer luck, like uh, Pato putting the ball on top of the head of um, uh, Kyle Smith at the end of the game, et cetera, et cetera. We're dependent on those strokes of luck and those uh, help from the VAR friends uh, we're missing the point. If In football, rule number one is if you score more goals than the other team, you win the game. It's that simple. Can we say that? No. The highest scoring game that we've had was on a loss to the worst team in MLS right now. I think that we're going to be seeing on Wednesday, on Friday. I'm sorry, on Sunday. On Sunday, yeah. This on Sunday. And, 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 I, and I finish with this. Because if you follow me on social media, you know. The stakes are really, really, really high for Oscar Pareja on Wednesday. And I'm not a merchant of hype, of unfounded rumors. I, I, I believe that um, the people that follow this podcast and that, that follow me for information on Orlando City, I owe them that much respect. I'm not a person to throw mud into the reputation of people who are not even worthy of carrying their gym bag or untie their shoes. So I'm not going to go around and saying, oh, this is happening because I pulled it out of a hat, you know, and, um, and, and, uh, and our fan base is here to get information. I have never failed. I have never given you information that was incorrect. Things change, though, but at, uh, at this moment, that's what it is. Wednesday, it has great implications for the history of our club and our manager, and so does uh, Sunday. So, with that said, Mike to Paola. Hi, guys. <clears throat> Sorry, it's good to be back. Um, I was in that Philly game versus Orlando. 
as like Luis. Um, for me, it was boring game. I'm going to be honest. It was boring. Arsenal versus Orlando was more entertaining than what I saw in, in Saturday. I was able to go with my parents. I blame it on my mom this time. I was like, Dad, if we win, it's because of you. Mom, if we lost, it's because of you. I'm just kidding. Um, I was just giving her a hard time. But um, a lot happened, right? Philadelphia was not attacking. And when we had the chance to score, we didn't. It's not new. It's it's not news for new news for us, right? Um, I'm changing. I'm changing Aaron Kara's name to Casper, the friendly ghost in the pitch, because he has been MIA. He only did only one thing in the pitch that it was the ball that Pereira crossed the ball to to Faku that unfortunately it didn't go in. We cannot blame it on the guy neither. He had. He's always putting his heart on the pitch every time that he goes in. And um, the crosses from Ruan, they're not being as targeted as possible. And the substitution from Oscar Pareja is hurting us. So with that being said, I don't know what's going what's going to happen on Wednesday. I hope that um, the reason that I didn't see Holiday on the, on the pitch on Saturday is because he's going to put it on Wednesday. Um, I don't have anything else to say about this. This um, We can blame it on pros, but at the same time, like David said, we had the chance to score. Like We cannot depend on those um, corner kicks or those um, VAR decisions because clearly they're not always going in our favor. So... You know, um, I'm going to be, you know, I, I agree with the, with Paola. I mean, it, it was a game that it was, you know, not a lot of people's mind was in this game either way. Everybody was trying to see how much was Chelsea Arsenal or, uh, you know, how many more minutes. And, you know, uh, unfortunately, um, it's, you know, that, that's another topic. But concentrating in the game itself, I, it's just the, the, the inability of, of finishing the play, you know, I mean, Orlando in the first half, both teams were eager to go on the attack, but Orlando dominated the possession game. Philly stayed compact defensively and they attempted the counter play um, to get the, you know, after they get the ball back from Orlando and it's just Orlando failed to connect all Ruan's crosses from the, from the right side of the field. They just, no one, was able no one was there to score and um, no one was connected with Ruan. I mean Ruan sent uh, a lot of crosses on that game and nothing came about. Then um, set piece opportunities um, missed um, and then you know in the 28th minute you know and, and again it happens to the best of the players but I mean Facundo Torres should have scored that goal in the 28th minute. Um, he sent the shot a shot completely wide in front of Blake open goal in my opinion. And he just shot it wide completely. Um, those goals in a playoff contention match or on or, or on Wednesday, those goals have to be scored. Um, those can win the championship, can make you beat the, the biggest team, uh, or it could put you on playoff contention. Those goals need to be scored. Um, 
whether he might have, you know, gotten nervous or, you know, because Blake is very imposing, is a very imposing keeper uh, for sure. I would say top three in the MLS. Uh, you know, uh, Facundo has played in Peñarol, has played in Copa Libertadores. He should be used to this type of pressure and that should have been a goal. Um, in the second half, you know, the Lions generated stuff. They generated three chances. The one was from a set piece that Araujo shot wide. And then another attempt from Torres to shoot from distance. And then Benji Michel in the box, attempting a scissors kick. But then this is what I'm trying to get at is the inability of Orlando of being able to break lines when the rival stays compact defensively. So when the other team parks the bus, it's hard for us to penetrate their defense. It's hard for us to, to attack, to, to, to look for ways to break the lock, the deadlock. And that's what happened. Philly started like 20 minutes before the, the, the game ended to just throw themselves on the floor, pull the Neymar, you know, uh, call out every single thing. Oh, you know, Burke threw himself like twice, cold in his eye, his head. Oh, my God, the medics coming in, you know, time-wasting, you know. They, they resulted to – so it was hard for Orlando to break lines. And then I just felt that there wasn't either they were thinking already about Wednesday at that point or the subs did not work out. I mean, th those are my two only options that I could see. And I think it's the later one. I don't think the subs that came in worked out at all. Um, and uh, that's another thing for us to analyze. But we got to score, man. I mean, we you look defense does win championships does win championships but then we've had games that our defense have been horrible as well and and i think uh orlando's defense has been horrible and and people have to realize that we need to make sure that we're connecting with ruan the crosses he makes whether there are 20 crosses at least one needs to go in Set these opportunities; they need to go in. Uh, it, it, it is it is a disservice to the fans. Sixteen thousand fans that prefer to come over and see their hometown crowd and the home team play rather than you know Chelsea Arsenal. You know, for all Chelsea fans that went to that and pay over a hundred dollars, um, you know that, that's one of the reasons why I didn't go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but. Uh, no, I'm, I'm supporting. I was supporting Orlando. I had to cover it. Uh, the, the, the outlet is not loud and proud Chelsea or loud and proud Blues. It's loud and proud Orlando. So, um, you know, Tesho is great defensively, but you know, and I think a lot of people can maybe agree with me or not, but when we see Tesho coming in, we see, okay, Orlando is going to hold either they're, we're going to look for the tie or we're just attempting to hold the ball longer, you know? Uh, and in my opinion, we need to go and, and try to finish the play. We had several chances. And um, maybe that's the reason why um, this new guy is coming, Angulo, right? So what are your thoughts, uh, you know, Dave, uh, regarding the new signing? All right, so our new signing is uh, Ivan, Ivan Angulo, or Ivan Angulo, for our English-speaking friends. 23 years old, 
from San Andres de Tumaco, Colombia. This is a region on the border with uh, Ecuador, part of the um, Colombian Pacific Coast that keeps producing some of the best footballers South America can produce. And uh, our friend here um, comes in a 12-month loan with a possible six-month extension uh, from uh, his parent club, Palmeiras, in Brazil. Uh, he has been on loan several times. Um, right now, in 65 appearances, he has four goals and five assists. Beautiful. Fantastic. We definitely need... That type of help, that type of signing, rumor still uh, is out there that we may make a move for somebody within the league as uh, fellow Puerto Rican Wilfredo Rivera has been sent on loan to Indy 11. Um, Wilfredo is 18 years old. He just turned 18 years old this year. Uh, has 14 appearances, three goals uh, for Puerto Rico. Uh, in all different, different levels within that system. And uh, in 10 appearances uh, with OCB this year, one goal, three assists. Uh, for Puerto Rico, he has been mostly a 10 and a 7 uh, at OCB, a 10, and captain in uh, nine of the uh, nine starts out of the 10 games that I just mentioned to you guys. So that's where we are right now. Um, welcome. You know, if you're wearing our colors and you're willing to go and get on that pitch for 90 minutes, you're one of the good guys in my book, and I will support you. Uh, I don't know much about the guy. I see on the comments our friend uh, JJ is uh, – it has a familiarity with him as Angulo played in the Portuguese league. Um, and, um, again, I just, I just hope that he's an improvement to the club. Our attack is anemic. Uh, defensively, we look very good. Uh, but uh, and I, I want to mention this before I give the microphone to Paola. Uh, when it comes to points for Orlando City, um, this is points available versus points earned per month. Uh, in February, out of three points available, we earn all three points. In March, out of 12 points available, we earn five. In April... Out of 15 points, we earned nine. In May, out of 12 points, we earned four. In June, out of nine points, we earned three. In July, out of 12 points, we have earned five. Obviously, we have one game left to be played. And in August, there's going to be 15 points available. In September 12th, <coughs> excuse me, and in October 6th. And if we were to place all the Eastern Conference teams uh, by uh, goal differential, goals for, goals against, or Orlando City will be 10th on the table. So, obviously, you don't have to be a magician or a statistics uh, dynamo to understand that we have to score goals and we have to score many of them if we want to reach the playoffs and do something while we are there. Yeah, um, and after I'm gonna give the mic to Paul in just a moment, but no, no, this is his stats, right? Um, Angulo stats. From my understanding, he's played five minutes in Palmeiras, right? So five minutes, one match, right? Um, four minutes in Botafogo. No, sorry, ninety-one minutes, four games, 
when uh, one 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 foul I think he had. And then in, in Envigado from 23 games, he only scored two goals, three assists, and one yellow. And then in Portimonense, 36 games, two goals, two assists, five yellows, 29 games in Portimonense. So I see this as a, and again, I was mentioning it last time with the other signing, you know, maybe a, a, a high, a low risk, possibly high reward player that's coming on a loan from a big club like, you know, Palmeiras. And, and um, you know, let's see what he's all about, you know. I mean, um, he's within the age that you need to sign now for MLS. You know, he has the, he's the right age. And we do need some sort of boost in, in that left wing because, unfortunately, as we've seen, uh, some of the, you know, we were hoping for Gaston Gonzalez to be right now playing on the left wing next to maybe, you know, Ruan on the right or, or Facundo Torres on, on the right, right? And having that that tandem up front. But unfortunately, um, his injury, right? So I think that this this player could be that, you know, uh, difference maker on, on, on the left wing, right? So let's, um, I, I do agree with you on that call and with JJ that we need to definitely understand and and give him a chance to prove himself right because the mls it is a physical league it's a very physical league a lot of people don't realize it, but it is a physical league uh players here uh grow in in muscle mass when they come and train here you've seen careers being revitalized like carlos vela that was on the verge of tearing tearing his acl like every other year Pato's career has resurfaced. You have Luis Nani that was coming very cold from Europe, revitalized his career here. Now he's playing in Australia. So, you know, this is the MLS now, the, the new MLS model. And I think Orlando is doing a great thing by at least, you know, getting that type of player. You know, in the middle of the season, we don't expect to get a Luis Suarez or to get, you know, a, a high, you know, rated caliber player we just need a workhorse that's going to help out which is our lack of finishing or, or creating that play so maybe he can have a connection with Kara and and Kara can maybe finally blow up will blow up right uh, um you know onwards to the playoffs and maybe getting some silverware so I think it's um you know a good pick you know, let's give him a chance. You know, I, I don't know so much. It is kind of concerning. Five minutes in Palmeiras. I know that they don't need the help. Uh, uh, you know, four games in Botafogo, another good team. Uh, you know, and, and let's see, you know. Uh, what are your thoughts, uh, Paola, in, regarding this signing? I said it the last episode of the podcast. It's something. And it's, it's better than nothing. So, and, and we need it. We need help. We need help finishing, and if the guy is coming in to work, you're wearing my my favorite team in the MLS shirt right now, jersey. So I will root for him. We're I I will do whatever it takes. Um, but at the same time, let's see if if JJ. I know that Jason is is commenting on the that you're gonna post his comments now that he's a follower for the Portuguese league and he's saying that he's a good player. I will go with that comment. I don't follow the Portuguese league, so let's see how. Hopefully, like 
on Saturday. I saw miracles on those Philly, Philadelphia um, players making a show and then, oh, miracle, I can walk. I want yeah. to see that miracle happen with Burst, Orlando Burst, City. Burst. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I was like, like my mom was like, but he was just like, I'm like, yep, that's floppy, mom. That's part of the game too. <laughs> but I want to see that miracle with, with Orlando City. Um, with this new signing with Nico and now with Ivan. So, yeah, I mean, hopefully those are the tools, you know, like I said, it's uh, Joaquin is also, you know, low, low risk, high reward. I mean, this is a player that is fit, fit to play, just spending visa. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Right. I think, uh, and, th and they're young players. They're players that are going to last you those 90 minutes, you know, if need to be the little extra push, right. Extra push. So I think that's great. Let's read some comments here. As a Jim D says, "You you can't hurt me. Why I'm banning DC?" That's a song from Bad Brains. I want to say hello to Jim D. Jason Jose, what's up, guys? Ivan was a great signing. Was great in Portugal. Says Jason Jose. Uh, yeah, uh, that's what we've heard. That's fantastic. Felix Quijano, Tesho, ke Tesho keeps hurting us. Uh, we need another striker that that attacks. Lynn would be a better sub than Tesho. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts, uh, Dave? Lynn be a better sub than Tesha. Well, to be honest with you, um, you know, Tesha, while he's a forward, um, at this point of his career, he's he's a closer guy. He, you know, he's he's there to solidify the result. Um Lynn is scoring goals in in uh, MLS Next Pro. I don't know how much of that will translate to MLS. Um, some rumors are that we have no interest in keeping the kid next year, that we're just uh, going to sell him back to uh, St. Louis, where he's from, and where he developed in the um, academy for uh, St. Louis FC in uh, USL. So there's that. Maybe they don't see a future for him. I don't know what it is. All I know is I can tell you I have defended Tesho many, 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 many times. But we can't cover the sun with one hand this time. He had the tying goal. He skied that ball. That's all. Yep. Uh, Brett Carl says, Red Bulls look good against Austin. I, I know. We need to be able to build out of the back and beat their press. I wholeheartedly agree. And we need to play, in my opinion, conservative. I, I never say this, but we need to play conservatively. And we, I know we're locals. This is, we're, play, you know, we're playing in Explorer Stadium and is our home, but we need to play conservatively. We've never been able to beat that team. So uh, this is the only chance we have to lift silverware. Um, for this group of players that deserve it, right? I, I think even – and I – trace back to even Nani, you know, being part of this group of players. Um, they deserve it. I think Pareja also deserves it. He turned this uh, team around, um, in my opinion, uh, whether you agree or not. And they deserve to be part of history. And uh, But tomorrow they cannot go and try to, you know, get, get too into the attack. Uh, without you know, rebel without a cost. You know they 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 can't they they need to have a a reason and and, and wait for them and, and try to you know stay compact. In my opinion, defensively, uh, it has to be the defense's best game 
tomorrow uh, on Wednesday for sure. Uh, Brett Carl says we also uh, need to score more than one goal. I mean that that is that is a must. I think. Um, Jason Jose fans will be very surprised how good Ivan is. Oh, that's fantastic. That's great. That's I think what we're looking for, right? Um, Jason Jose time wasting is part of the game. Subs also didn't work out. Yeah, time wasting is part of the game, but you know. Um, that means that Orlando didn't have uh, that bad of a game either, right? I mean, they just didn't connect. Uh, I want to say, too, Moutinho played an excellent game. I think uh, he played a fantastic game against Philly. Um, in my opinion, I think Kyle Smith, there's a ga games for Kyle Smith and there's games for Joao Moutinho. And that game against Philly was definitely, he was definitely right there, recouping the ball, generating place in attack. Um Connecting with the winger, so a fantastic game from John Moutinho. I, I disagree. Defense is good. We just can't score. We have too much defense. Um, I mean, MLS teams, their defenses are horrible. I mean, all all I mean, right now, I know that nobody probably agrees, but I mean, have them play a a Chilean team or a Argentinian team, like. Uh, ML, uh, MLS lacks defense in, in general, uh, but Orlando has a great tandem up, up in defense. It's just that we need to, you know, Antonio Carlos needs to be on point. I mean, everyone needs to be on point, compact, solid, you know, not, not over. The, there was a lack of keeping position and passing back and passing back and passing back. I started noticing that too. Um, and once we get somebody like Driussi or like uh, Caceres from the New York Red Bulls, like they will get the ball. And uh, while you're trying to pass it back, they're going to try to get it and go on the counter. I I'm just saying, you know, you can try that with some teams, but not with every single team. It's not going to work. Citrus FC, very excited. He uh, looked very good in the under 20s, World Cup for Colombia. There you go. That's perfect. You know, it's again, low risk. Super high reward because if this kid explodes, imagine the wings that we have. Facundo Torres on the right, Pato. Then on the left, we have Gaston Gonzalez. We have Ivan Angulo. I mean, now, now we're talking Now we're talking about some prowess on the wings, right? Crazy Mush. Yeah, if we're fifth with such an abysmal goal differential, where could we, where could we be if our offense was actually threatening? There you go. Tolan... Tolan Coca says, "Red Bull game. The Red Bull game is going to be really tough to win. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So you know, talking about the the Red Bull game, you know, uh, definitely you need to be ready to make history, right? I mean, I think uh, that's that's the the expectation. I mean, uh, um, I, I I expect for Orlando to come out and play." Uh, conservatively in my opinion um come out and try to you know dominate possession like always uh but also making sure that this guy right here is contained Cassidis. he was threatening in every game that we've played against the red bulls he's been the x factor recouping the ball generating plays in attack associating with the wingers you know and their and their heavy press in transition. What are your expectations, Dave, regarding this game coming up? Historic game, I'll say, right? Because if we make it to the finals, 
we're halfway there, kind of like Bon Jovi. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say much. Rebels is Rebels, historical club in uh, in MLS, one of the founding clubs of this league. Uh, unfortunately, due to mismanagement, uh, they have not been able to win the the MLS Cup, which I guess a lot of fans here hold as the ultimate symbol of achievement. I disagree. I think uh, Open Cup is is the most prestigious trophy you can win uh, in the country. If you're talking about the league, Supporter Shield is the toughest trophy to win, and they have managed to do that. Uh, with that said, um, they are an attacking team. Very young team. They have managed to pluck uh, a lot of talent, young, uh, attacking-minded talent from the league. Uh, while they are uh, associated with Red, the Rebels organization, they have managed to do that in league, which is super impressive. And um, I did watch the highlights of the game against Austin. Another fast. Uh, pressing team full of young stars. And, you know, it was a game that uh, saw seven goals and uh, Rebels that, that, that away and under uh, really bad conditions uh, temperature-wise because, you know, uh, I will argue having lived in Texas, having visited Austin several occasions, that the Texas heat is worse than ours because it's dry heat. It's like being in... Um, in a dryer, you know, it's just it's very annoying type of heat. And they went, they went there, and they 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 they, ha- they did what they had to do, and they and, and they looked like they were having fun. When you have a team where the players look like they're having fun, uh, to be honest with you, uh, that's dangerous because that means that they're drill. They know what they're supposed to do. They know where they're supposed to where they're supposed to be, and also it's because it's easy. They're not breaking us. They're not being frustrated. They're just executing the plan that was designed in the training pitch. And before I give the microphone to Paola, um, this is going to be, this is the greatest game in the history of our club. It's an opportunity. We are one game away from going to a tournament final. And I have argued that because of the quality of uh, sporting Kansas City this year, where they're last, uh, the last time I checked, they were last in the West. Um, in Sacramento, no disrespect to Sacramento, but they're a USL championship team, uh, which is a league inferior to ours that nobody can deny that. Uh, and you know they come in very inspired. They have they have their giant killers. They have slaughtered a lot of big prey on the way here. Uh, but so did um, St. Louis FC in 2019, and. Uh, Atlanta United just dismantled them in 20 minutes. Um, I think that this is the final. Whoever wins out of these two clubs is going to be lifting that trophy. I want our boys to do it. Um, the key here, to be honest with you, I don't, like Luis said, I don't think we can go toe-to-toe with these folks. Uh, it will be suicide. What, uh, in my opinion, to in order to win this game, we're going to have to take them to PKs. That's how it's going to be. Um, I know it's not going to be fun. I know it's going to be stressful. I know it's not what you guys want to hear from me. But I am a pragmatic individual. 
Um, and to be honest with you, the Orlando City Kool-Aid ran out a long time ago for me. And, um, you know, I am as fanatic as the next guy and as irrational as any of you after a win. Uh, the folks at Orlando City Fan TV have documented my euphoria after every single win uh, in Open Cup. But if you also follow me on social media, you have seen <laughs> that, unfortunately, our wins in Open Cup had more to do with our opponent's inability to close games and make boneheaded decisions than our own uh, brilliance, if you will. So that's the only way I see us winning on Wednesday. I'm going to be there with my boys. They're, you know, they, uh, they, they asked me to buy tickets. They wanted to be there. Uh, and, um, you know, I'm actually heading back to Orlando that Wednesday, uh, on Wednesday to basically watch this game. So, um, I, I expect, I expect nothing, but at the same time, I am hopeful. So that to me is what's going to happen. You don't go with such a abysmal scoring record as ours, especially against this team. And expect to win. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. You know, we we failed to score a goal in our game uh, against Philadelphia, and these folks put four on the second best team in the West effortlessly, and that's why I had to say, Paola. So your boys are gonna be the lucky charm for Wednesday. <laughs> None. <laughs> um, I'm with you, um, David. I don't have expectations i went with the same mentality when we uh went against philadelphia because i thought that Phila let's let's be honest my my hopes were up when i saw that that lineup when i saw like the the bench of philadelphia was going in i'm like oh okay so it's a different story but we cannot always depend on the soccer gods like the last time that we won with Nashville. We have we have to play smart on Wednesday. We have to hold up like um Luis said um Cáceres just stop him and I know that Antonio Carlos in in, in Araujo is is already studying the guy probably. Yeah. Um but I'm I'm with zero expectations. I am um, I'm putting the same clothes that I put on 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 Nashville game. <laughs> Just saying, and I want I want to, the, to with the with the team to win. Let's be honest. I want them to. I want to see a silverware, um, putting into top of the of the team. I want to go to a final game. I want to feel the same adrenaline that I felt when Rodrigo um, scored a goal against Nashville, but we cannot be in the same position because we are here for a reason and we have to take advantage of that reason. So let's see what the boys comes on on Wednesday. Hopefully w there's a different story that we can tell on mon next Monday or in our next episode. And I'm like, Ooh, I can shut up myself because the boys sco scored first. So, and won that game. So let's see, let's see how it goes. Um, if we want to tap in to the 69,000 fans that were at the Chelsea Arsenal game, I didn't know. I, I, I thought at first when I first was driving to the stadium to pick up my, my parking pass, I want to thank Orlando city communications for being always so great. 
uh, I thought I was in London, dude. I mean, I saw so many Arsenal fans. I thought it was in South London. I thought, um, um, you know, uh, young and old. Um, and uh, if we want to tap into that, they need to win the U.S. Open Cup. Uh, if, we, if we do not win the U.S. Open Cup, when Flamengo and Santos come in and play or when Botafogo and Atachico Mineiro come in and play or when Alianza Lima Universitario come in and play, uh, people are going to go see that. You know, it, it, it is, you know, this is a huge chance for the club to win a major trophy, the, the, the oldest trophy in the United States, and go to Conca Champions, uh, you know, Champions League, and play against Motagua, you know, Comunicaciones, and, and blah, 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 and expose the wall, make the wall international. You know, they're going to have to learn some curse words in Spanish, right? Uh, you know, um, regarding that, they're already seeing La Grande Victoria, which is grammatically incorrect, by the way. Uh, la Grande Victoria is La Gran Victoria, no La Grande Victoria. I'm just saying. Luis, we're already, we're already, uh, we already discussed this. We are, we are expecting the boys to win tonight. Yeah, when so, it's daytime. That drives me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> one thing, one thing though that I do want to say about the Red Bulls that people that the you know the Lions need to be careful is the subs that come in for the Red Bulls make a difference. Our subs the last few games have not made an impact. So that is huge. They have Luquinas and they have also Caceres, right? Either he starts or he starts later on. Now, the set piece opportunities because this is a team that is going to look for the contact. They're going to look for contact. They're wingers, Nagoma and Clark. They are fast. Caden Clark, to me, one of the best prospects in, in the MLS, probably going to play in Europe very soon. And he's a beast, but he is a dribbler. He on the one v one, he's he's going to look for that touch for that. And Orlando City, the past few games, have committed a lot of fouls, a lot of fouls, and that can cost us big time in a semifinal. I'm just saying, guys. So we need to be very stay compact, retreat compact, attack compact. So always stay compact. Orlando needs to stay compact defensively because. And we need to be smart and practice our set pieces, make sure that the Lions are taking care of those corner kicks, taking care of those set, you know, uh, free kicks, you know, and uh, no doubt Mauricio Pereira will be a starter for that game. I mean, with you know, it's going to be our A team. We have to put the no, best. Absolutely, Luis. I'm with you a thousand percent. Our set pieces have to be, have to be there. These are th there's there's one thing that that frustrates me um, the past two years about Orlando City is is that in the loss of the game, set pieces, corner kicks, free kicks, are meant to be advantageous to the attacking team, and we're not exploiting them. Um, sometimes, many times, we have seen the short corner, which I'm not a huge fan of. I have never seen them being productive in Orlando City. The other one is when we overcooked the pass or the corner kick itself. Um, the other, the other one is when we sky the 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 ball. Um, if we get the blessing of having several 
uh, set pieces uh, against this team, we have to make them count. Rebels is not going to give us that opportunity. Uh, what I saw with their last game was one in which they shot from outside the box, nailed uh, Austin in transition several times this way. I even guarantee you they're going to try to do the same come Wednesday because we're not very good defending outside of the box. Uh, we have seen this many, many times throughout our history, how we give away golazos. We end up, you know, the clowns in somebody's highlight reel. And the other thing that they're going to do is they're going to try to get fouled and uh, try to pressure us to surrender the ball and obviously get a corner out of the deal. They're very good, very good in corner kicks. They have the height, they have the skill, and they are going to punish us that way. I have to say we have to score first. If we don't score first, friends, it's, 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 it's done. You know, stick a fork in it. I think that if they, if it, you know, they're coming in as a favorite, and not only that, um, they're, they're, they're riding a high. They're riding a high after that Austin game. I think where we need to nail them, because it's a game where there has to be a winner. It's not a regular season game where, you know, at the end of 90 minutes, we go home. We, here, the, we, it has to be decided. So, my, in my opinion, my friends, I think that their arrogance could be their, um, their Achilles heel. It was for Nashville. They, they got overconfident, and we, bid we, you know, we beat them. So I think that's the, the opportunity is there for us to, to do that in this game. Um, I just I can't honestly look at a, at a fan in the eye and say this is going to be an easy game, guys. I, I just, it's, it's, it's not. No, it's not. It's going to be very tough. And, you know, the Lions need to shoot from distance too. We could have 589 passes. If we don't shoot on goal, you know, I mean – the whole point of soccer is to score <laughs> and to, and to, and I mean, and you have to, okay. If said pieces are not your forte, uh, maybe, you know, not, not using your left foot or your right foot, you know, you're only like maybe a left footed. All right. That's not your forte. Okay. You're passing it back. At least, you know, you have Andres Perea can shoot from distance. You have a Facundo Torres can shoot from distance. Alexandre Pato can shoot from distance. Junior Urso can shoot from distance. There's so many players that need to shoot from distance. At some point, you have to make sure you have a strategy. To Robin Jensen. Right, Robin Jensen. Open up the space and attempt to shoot from distance because, I mean, this is a semifinal. So if, if minute 75, this is nil-nil. If minute 75 of the second half is still nil-nil, or is a draw, 1-1, one, one, let's say, for example. I mean, this is probably going to go to PKs, and what if the Red Bulls, you know, somebody trips, and 1v1, you know, you have Caden uh, Clark against Galese, and this is the, the only time Galese doesn't win the 1v1. I mean, what what, are, what is the wall going to do? Crucify Galese because he won, you know, he's 1v1. You know, uh, you cannot expect uh, for him to save us from every single game, right? Um, and uh, on that note, um, you know, what are your closing expectations of this game, Paula? We have to score. And like David said, and, and you just said it, like, let's look for that goal. 
Look at Faku. Faku shoot outside of the of the box versus right. Arsenal, and it went in. So let's stop that hot potato tiki taka place in front of the box. Not in front of the box. Sorry, inside the box. And let's shoot because if we don't shoot, we don't know what can go inside the goal, or it could hit a hand of a defender. A lot of things can happen. Um, I wish, I don't know, um, if any Orlando City player is hearing us, if you need an energy drink on Wednesday, I got you. I will buy you like two or three. If you want black coffee, Puerto Rican strong coffee, I will make you some coffee. But they need to wake up on, on Wednesday. And I know they're going to put everything into the pitch, but we need to be smart. It's just playing smart with the with this team and making those goals. Not only one and just settled because that's something that I have been um, looking at the past couple of games. We scored. Oh, we scored one goal. Oh, let me just settle in and, and let me put defense mode. No, I want more than one goal. I need this to be like 100% focus for the final game. So I hope that, I don't know, my wishes come like Pato or Kara come, you know, in a Monster Jam. I don't know if um, you remember that Space Jam movie that they drink the the, the yeah, cartoon yeah, drink, the water of Michael Jordan. I, that's something that needs to happen on Wednesday for the boys. So let's see what happens. I'm just, what are your thoughts on the starting lineup for, for Wednesday? Well, be before we go there, Paola, um, mm -hmm. I just want to remind everybody, um, we had nine shots, only one on goal uh, on Saturday. Meanwhile, our friends Red Bulls the following day had 13 shots, eight of them on target. Okay, so that and that was only with 22% of the possession. Right. So they are very comfortable surrendering the possession. And to answer that, Paola, who do I want um, to start on on Wednesday? I'm going to make it very easy for all of you guys. I want 11 committed men clad in purple that are going to play like they did in that first half against Arsenal. I was so angry. And this fan base should be offended at the fact that in a meaningless game we played as if we were world beaters. I was furious. Furious. Because it showed that in that game that we're capable of playing attacking football. We were fun. We were, uh, we were capable of go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. And I know the sarcastic people out there will be like, well, that was Arsenal's C team. I got news for you, my friends. Arsenal's C team is better than any club in fourth division in England right now. I got to tell you, there's people in Arsenal's uh, uh, B squad that they come to Orlando or they, or they come to MLS, they're going to be DPs. If you don't think so, I, I got news for you. You don't watch football. You don't watch English football aside from EPL. I do. I watch, I watch minor league football. My team is in fourth division. I have said it a thousand times here. Okay? And when my team has to play in the FA, 
the, the, the Papa John's, the Carabao Cup, whatever the, the hell they're calling uh, these cups uh, nowadays, they get to play with teams in the championship, Elite 1, Elite 2, and I get to travel the whole map of England with my team. And what we saw on Wednesday should be appalling, my friends. We played beautiful football. And what happened Saturday? Oh, that's right. Because we were playing Philadelphia. All of a sudden, we have to revert back to uh, ineffective, sterile tactics that got us nothing other than uh, Philadelphia fans laughing at us. And, uh, well, I'll leave it as that. Go ahead, uh, Luis. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm doing the the lineup right. Um, you know, I don't know what you guys think about this, but I mean, Galese as your goalkeeper, right? Um, you have Ruan, Antonio Carlos, Jensen, Mutinho. They'll be the back four. Then I will play with two contention or two six, um, the double contention. So I'll play with Urso and Araujo. Uh, your 10 will be Mauricio Pereira for sure. Otherwise, I don't know what will happen to Orlando. Uh, uh, you got your right winger, Facundo Torres. You got Alexandre Pato. And then you have right here, Urjan Cara. I don't know what are your thoughts regarding this. Who will you change? Who will you keep? Uh, people can also, if you guys want to comment and see who would you like to start instead of this this 11 that are right here, I'll drop us a comment. Um I don't know if we want to start uh, there, Dave. You want to change anybody out of out of that? Uh, Bro, that's that is 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 that, is, is, is that, is that our squad? This is our A team. That's the, that's it. That's uh, it. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, anybody that that can say, and I'm sorry, but I will cut you off there. I'll, I'll give you the opportunity here in a second because I just got done talking way too much. Um, the uh, the I'm sorry, my friends. This is it. This is the all star. This this is the the Space Jam. Uh, uh, starting 11. These are the guys that are going to save the universe. Right here. The Avengers right there. That's it. This is it. I'm sorry. This is it. We don't have any, anything else. Who are we going to put there? Tesho? Uh, Benji? Smith, Mikey Holloway? I'm sorry. You know, we want to respect to some men that have done great things for this club. Um, you know, who's coming to town is the boogeyman. All right? <laughs> Who's coming to town is a team that we have not been able to defeat. Okay. And and and, and one thing, Paola, that you should know, because you mentioned that the, the the goal against Arsenal is the only goal they they are they conceded in the US tour to us. Not Chelsea, not uh, I don't know, um crappy USA uh, team, whatever whoever they played while they were here to us. Okay, they, 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 the only goal they conceded was to us, to Facundo Torres, which, by the way, I got news for you because I, 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 I checked with Facundo's camp. They're very aware of this. Um, that goal made a lot of noise in England, made a lot of, a lot of noise in, in Europe. I am willing to bet my house right now where my children sleep every night and say that Facundo Torres will be gone next year. I, I'm, I'm sorry. It, it was a great showcase for a player of this caliber. The 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 eye the 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 world's eyes were on Exploria, and he executed beautifully. And I'm sorry, 
you know, you have to let Facundo Torres do what he does best. The goal, this is what I was told. The goal that happened against Miami, Facundo Torres went off, went off script. He wasn't supposed to make that run. He wasn't supposed to take that shot. But guess what? Winners win. That's what they do. And you cannot tell a racehorse to just take it easy. Right. Just let him loose. And you know, and 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 if we are going to go with the 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 boring old tactics, we're gonna lose this game. And if I am, if if I can talk to Oscar Pareja right now, face to face, profe, you know what's gonna happen if this goes south? You have to. You in in those boys, my sources tell me, are fighting for your job right now. They have not quit on you. They have not given up on you. Do not let their efforts go in vain. Because right now, they're playing for you. They're trying to save your job. They have not quit on you. They believe in you. Because they, they, they like you as a person. They respect you as a professional. But at the same time, there's going to be fans in those stands that are sick and tired of always leaving empty-handed. Always leaving empty-handed. Lisa and I have seen this club with trophies, fans like Paula, all they know is turmoil and, and, and half-cooked meals. That's all they know, suffering. This Wednesday, my friends, Oscar Pareja has to prove to the world that he has what it takes to lift the Open Cup once again. These are the guys that are going to do it, Luis. I don't see anything else, Paola, if you probably want to interject there. I honestly, with my limited knowledge of football, I have to tell you, I just do not see anybody else in this roster that can outmatch these individuals for the starting spot. No, I agree. And it's not it's not time of put the experiment on a game as Wednesday, probably for DC. That's fine. And we need to win that game, by the way. But anyways, um, I said in my in my Tiro de Esquina podcast yesterday, it was yesterday, yeah, yesterday, that I would like change Ruan for holiday. But then I was thinking about it. I'm like, uh, I don't think this is the game for to do those changes. So I think this Avengers slash uh, starting eleven will save us on on Wednesday. Hopefully, Pato and Kara and Torres. I don't know, drink rebels, monster, whatever it is, please execute on those goals. That's everything that I have to say. I want to, I want to add, um, you know, I wholeheartedly agree with, with Dave. I think uh, I, I spoke to Joao Moutinho uh, regarding the game. Um, I was actually the only person to ask him about the Red Bulls. <laughs> uh, I mean, the Philly game was, was just so, I mean, nobody really, honestly, I was thinking in the Red Bulls game, I, I wasn't, I wasn't going to ask questions regarding uh, Philly, but uh, I told him, you know, rumors are, you know, that you want to play in Europe, right? How important is, is, is this game coming up on Wednesday for you? Because you've played Orlando for so long, you're pretty much a veteran, even though you're very young, but you're a veteran in the locker room and you've been through very good times and very bad times. <laughs> Uh, with Orlando City, just like every other fan, fans like you, you're, you know, uh, you're one of the leader, locker room leaders there, you know, um, and he's like, 
you know, he thanked me, you know, always very professional. And he's like, yeah, you know, this is the biggest game for, you know, for, for us. This is the biggest game because, you know, and we're going to do everything in our part to, you know, like he, he said he was going to do everything in his part to, you know, to get the W. And, um, you know, they know this, you know, uh, the players know this. But if I want to kind of let them know, Guys, you guys got to stay compact. Don't leave gaps. Also, if you come back down right here, you got to trace back. Make sure you see on Rona right there. Rona, if you're going to go ahead and cross, make sure that you're running right back out there and just stay in your zone, stay in your lane, because Red Bulls are going to come attacking. Taurus and Pato need to keep switching sides. They need to keep switching sides to confuse the defense. They, they, do, they can do this. They, they got to keep switching sides, switching sides to make our attack unpredictable. If we're going to stay just on Pato on the left flank, Torres on the right flank and play very like a straight line, uh, especially in transition, they're going to figure us out and they have the defense to neutralize our attack. So, um, and take advantage of the set pieces. I couldn't stress that enough. And how do you fit Kara? You got Mauricio Pereira. You can even have Pato coming in here. You know, we don't want to see Pato coming in here and staying out here. And then look at this gap right here. That was going to force Araujo to go up here, leaving another gap right here, forcing Jansen to come up forward. Look at this gap. And then here you go, 1v1 against Galese. You know, breaking Orlando's lines right there. So we need to make sure the importance of staying compact in this game against a team that knows how to do that, knows how to break lines. So it's just uh, my humble um, analysis. So let's read some comments here. Uh, Felix Quijano says, we need to, uh, the support from the fans on Wednesday. We need the fans to show up. I wholeheartedly agree. I think... Uh, but again, you know, we cannot force people to, you know, we cannot force people to, you know, to, you know, I mean, I would love for this game to be packed. You know how impactful it will be for this game to be a sold out crowd, you know, but it, it happens in Seattle, happens in Portland, happens in LA, but in Orlando, it just doesn't happen. You know, uh, our soccer culture is still in diapers, unfortunately, but we got to get some silverware. So then there's, Hey, we won this. We have four USL Cups. You know, we have all this stuff and we won the USL. And here's our, our major trophy. Come at it, bro. You know? So, Brett Carl, we will see... Will, will we see Nicolas Joachini on Wednesday? Hopefully. You know, as a sub. I, I wouldn't like to see him start. I don't think it's, it's, it's a... Yeah, uh, two factors there, Luis. Uh, number one that we have is ITC, which I believe that yep. has happened. Uh, he obviously has passed his physical. Uh, the other one is as a sub, like you said. I, I do you do you throw a guy that is coming from off season that is just learning his uh, teammates' names, that's still using GPS to go from the house to his Publix or <laughs> to the training ground? I, I, you don't. But I see what you got there, so I'll let you introduce this topic. Yeah, so obviously, if we if we become, you know, if we lose against the Red Bulls, 
you know, what, what happens next, right? There's a, there's a lot of things brewing around. There are a lot of people talking regarding Oscar Pareja being in the hot seat. So I bring the topic forth to discuss, you know, is he in the hot seat, first and foremost? Um, is the club, does the club feel that we need a change in the middle of the season, right? Uh, would it be something that, you know, we better win or if not, it's over, right? Um, personally, my personal opinion about Oscar Pareja is a very positive one as, as, a, as a person, as a coach. Um, again, um, he's been the best coach we've had uh, since, since, well, I mean, I can really count Inchi because, I mean, he wasn't given a lot of a chance uh, to stay in the MLS, but we saw what he's done to Minnesota, uh, but we, we've seen Inchi uh, handling in, in USL and, and how Orlando City excelled in USL. But then Pareja came in very low-key, right? Didn't promise anything. Came from Mexico, and he just started working. We had a young, talented Peruvian player called Pedro Galese that came from Tiburones. Low-key. We had a star from Europe called Luis Nani that, you know, was his first MLS stunt, and, you know, his first season was meh. Pareja came, changed changed the outcome. MLS Cup, MLS is back final, lost against Portland, and here we are. You know, uh, here we are talking about possibly him leaving the club or or potentially you know being let go in, in that in that case. Hopefully that's not the case. But you know, is he really in the hot seat, Dave? All right, that's uh, silent for uh, theatrical uh, suspense. All right, my friends. Many of you have known me since 2015 on Twitter, on social media. Been podcasting close to five years. I have never made up anything. I have never been a merchant of hype. I have never lied to the fans on purpose. I have never created uh, an environment of um, of uh, toxic toxicity among fans for the sake of creating drama. Some people have called me a troll. I honestly don't know why, uh, because uh, it's it it uh, you know I use my real name with my face. You can see him in the stadium. Trolls don't do that. Trolls operate uh, lying and creating turmoil and being anonymous. That, I, I preface my comment with that because um, we know from good sources, okay? This podcast knows from good sources and has been able to confirm with three other sources uh, that are just not anybody. They're, these are people who I respect a lot. Um, that that there's there's solid rumors. Again, rumors are what they are because obviously they're not facts. If they were facts, the team will be already telling us this. That Oscar Pareja has to win on Wednesday if he wants to remain the manager of Orlando City. 
why would you go in a different direction? Okay, well, from a financial standpoint, uh, the Will family sees the empty stadium. The Will family see, has seen the forecast of renewals for the uh, season ticket holders. The Will family has received the feedback from Jared Dillon's um, focus groups where I, at least the one that I, I, I was at, I can tell you that um, was full of, uh, of recriminations from a fan base that feels that they have been neglected and taken for granted for far too long. And anytime the club approaches them is to shake them out of more money with empty promises. My opinion and the opinion of a lot of people of Oscar Pareja is a positive one. As an individual, I have said it many times here, I respect him a lot. He's a person that uh, with, uh, you know, whose morals, whose, whose work ethic, whose persona inspires trust and dedication for, from the players. Luis has said it. Luis Nani had a, uh, Luis Nani had a, a, a revival. Luis Nani is a, a new man because of his time in Orlando. Um, and um, quite honestly, I know from, from good sources, and again, I don't reveal my sources because why would they talk to me if I'm going to put them out there? Um, that the guys are going to be playing on Wednesday for each other and for their manager, who they respect and I appreciate and appreciate. Uh, whatever happens on Wednesday, those guys, I, I expect them to play, no pun intended, like Lions. But the if the other factor on letting him go is the Wolves, this is not their guy. He was just there when they purchased the team. They have no loyalty to Oscar Pareja. If they feel that they can do better uh, and they have the money to go pay for whoever they feel is going to be the best, uh, they can do that. Um, fun attacking football brings button seats. If you doubt that, then while we were struggling with the 16,000, quote-unquote 16,000 people, more like 10,000 at Exploria, down the street, less than a mile away, there was almost 70,000 people. Yes, many of them flew uh, out of town, flew from out of town, drove from out of town. I get that part. And some of those people are never going to be won over. One of the things that I, I was very frustrated about was during the uh, Arsenal game. I, I, I didn't. I didn't even know this. During the protest for Black Lives Black Lives Matter, there was an individual that lives here in Orlando that uh, went to the protest wearing a Arsenal jersey, and I guess they took a picture of him being roughed up by the police or whatever. And that 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 picture went viral, and a lot of Arsenal fans felt identified with this individual. Uh, the guy is at cult status with the club to the point where when they had the game on on uh, last Wednesday, he sat in the box with the ownership of Arsenal and with all the head honchos there. The guy is from Orlando. The guy is not an Orlando City fan. Let that sink in. The guy becomes a legend in a club in a city where he does not live, in a country where the, he does not live. And as far as I know... He has never visited England. My friends, 
this has to be the coldest bitch slap. Excuse my language. Uh, that any club could get when one of their residents has done more for a club in a city, in a country where he does not live, than for the local boys. Did this individual, and, and I, I, I wrote his name somewhere, and uh, if uh, anybody knows his name, please, on the comments. This individual came clad in the colors of Arsenal, spoke about Arsenal as his club, his history, his this, his that, whatever. Fact is, this individual picked this team out of a hat, like all of you guys that follow EPL have done. Orlando City needed individuals like this. But I'm going to leave you with a story about, uh, about that Saturday that you don't know. Okay? You don't know. When I was driving down to South Florida with my family for our family vacation, we stopped in one of the rest stops, one of the service stations along the turnpike uh, around Fort, Fort Pierce. And when we stopped, the place was jam-packed with people wearing Arsenal, wearing Chelsea jerseys. And among that crowd, I spotted a family wearing Orlando City gear. A family from, I don't know, West Palm Beach, uh, West Palm Beach, maybe Palm Beach County, maybe from um, Jupiter, maybe from, from Fort Pierce, heading to the Orlando City game. As long as we have fans like that, my friends, because it would have been easy to go support Inter Miami. It's probably closer to them. Who knows? Those guys were heading to support their lines to get clubber by Philadelphia Union. They could have easily gone with the rest of everybody else and go see great London uh, football in Florida, but they didn't. This is what I have to say about Oscar Pareja. If, he's the, if this is the best he can do, it's time to go. We have been witness to mediocrity. We have been witness to awful seasons, to bad decisions from this club. Decisions made in a dollar and nickel and dime dollar store decisions. So long, for so long. But making playoffs and deep cup runs seems like an achievement. Oscar Pareja came in, stabilized the, the ship, gave us a reason to be proud about this club. Gave us moments. But my friends, I want to lift silverware. I want to lift trophies. I want us to be fun again. I want us to score goals. And this pragmatic, conservative football does, is not entertaining. Paola brought his pa her parents to the game. People that are not fans of the game. And I got into it, which is awesome. I have told the story of my former partner, Kenneth Ortiz from Tiro de Esquina, who went to his four, uh, first four games for Orlando City. No goals, all losses, <laughs> and him falling in love with the Lions. But his, her mom was, was bored. You know why she was bored? Because there was nothing exciting, nothing to attract her attention. And that's, I'm afraid. Is part of the problem here. Oscar, just, just because we as a fan base demand more and that demand may not include Oscar Pareja in the future does not mean, my friends, does not mean we're less fans, we're combative, 
or we want to wish him well. We, we want to wish him ill. If he fails to win on Wednesday, that seat is going to be thermonuclear hot. Okay? It's going to be thermonuclear hot. Are they going to fire him on the spot? I don't know. Are they going to give him the season? Personally, they should. Now, just like our friends Felix Quijano is asking, if they're going to let him go, who the hell is going to be taking over? I want to know. Don't tell me you're going to be bringing Orlando City legend Rob Valentino. Don't tell me that you're going to be bringing Mike Inchi. Don't pander me. Don't play to my emotions. Don't tell me that recently retired Adrian Venter is going to come galloping out of that tunnel to take us to greatness. Bring me somebody with names because guess what? Other clubs that have left the trophies here have done that. Guys? Go ahead, Paula. I mean, David said it all. Um, Oscar has brought us like happy moments. He took a culture of the team um, that it was not in a good place and he boosted the morale in that locker room, even though that a lot of the players are not here anymore when he got here. Um, but at the same time, I want trophies. I want to lift silverware. If he's if he's in the hot spot or not for Wednesday, I'm total agreement. Just let him finish the the season and then we can move forward. But let's see what happens on Wednesday. Personally, um, personally, I think we are as a fan base a little confused on what we want as a club or as as Orlando City. Um, And that is because of our soccer culture, you know, and, um, <clears throat> you know, personally, and this is no, no disrespect. I, you know, we're in diapers and, uh, you know, Orlando, it's never been an attractive market. Um, and you, you've seen it with the magic. You know, it's the same thing. Um, we talk about winning championships and, and all this stuff too, but, you know, we cannot expect, you know, wh why can we not bring Luis Suarez or Zlatan Ibrahimovic or maybe, I don't know, Messi or, or you know, right? So I guarantee you, you bring one of those players over and then you got to see tons of people fill up the stadium. Why? Because Orlando is a city of casuals. It's a wrestling term. It's a wrestling term. It's a wrestling term. And the fact that, you know, it, 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 you know, some people just come for exactly what happened with Chelsea, Chelsea Arsenal. Why do people went to that game? Because of Pulisic, because of N'Golo Kante, because of, uh, you, know, uh, you know, all these players. Oh, they got it. Uh, you have, uh, you know, all these players playing, you know, world-class athletes playing in there you know um but i still consider 16,000 people being there i was there and they were cheering and there were families i consider that outstanding personally you know um everyone was expecting no one to be there everybody expected to be at the chelsea arsenal game And uh, seeing 16,000 people there was tremendous. That's the level of support. Now, we're growing. 
maybe next time it will be 25,000 rather than 16,000 if they do it on the same date again. Maybe, let's say, Barcelona-Madrid comes in and uh, playing uh, at, the, at the Camping World Stadium. You know, maybe there's 25,000. And little by little, it's going to be growing. But what, what it's going to attract people to support Orlando more, it will be winning championships, right? Uh, and not necessarily, you know, the way the league is going, it's, uh, you know, they're moving away from the flashy names of one sole player. At some point, we had Kaká. He was our player, and that's it. You know, and then you have LAFC now with Carlos Vela, with with Gareth Bale, right? Uh, that's because that's a huge market. So I think, you know, we we can expect to play or compare ourselves to teams that are on a different level, like a Chelsea Arsenal. Like it's two complete different, um, you know, fan bases and uh, and and, and type, types of players too. Right, I think one player of uh, of Chelsea may cause the entire roster of Orlando City. So you know we have to also keep that in mind. When it comes to Oscar, I think Oscar has been a superb manager for Orlando City. You know, and uh, if the club feels that that's a direction they went ahead in a different direction, I have no doubt that they already have a replacement and they already know who that person is. And uh, I'm hoping that it's uh, it's somebody that. It's going to take the club to the next level <clears throat> because we've seen this in Orlando. Coaches, players leave the live Central Florida and they excel in different markets. Why? Don't know why. Right. <clears throat> so, Luis, if I may interrupt you, because I know I know we're we're close to finishing the game, um, the the show. Uh, Aston Mac is the individual that I was was talking about, and um, he was interviewed by by the club by by Arsenal. And uh, uh, Aston Mac is the founder of the Orlando Freedom Fighters, an organization that fights for uh, for in, you know inequality with the African American community. Fantastic. Uh, and by the way, I, this is not an attack on the individual; is is just a, a, to prove my point that our club fails to reach out to individuals like this. Um, when asked why he decided to wear the Arsenal shirt to the protest, uh, his answer was, uh, we're family, and there's no greater family than Arsenal. That doesn't happen with other clubs. And he described wearing the shirt as uh, giving him strength can we say that about wearing purple in Orlando? And, uh, you know, while he uh, he goes on about, um, you know, it's the biggest club in the world, it's the best football in the world, I took it up on myself to just tweet him five seconds ago. And uh, because I am petty like that, I am petty like that. And uh, I said to him, and uh, I want to be crystal clear on what I said to him, it was an invitation, a friendly invitation. Uh, if, of course, let me go, go here. Okay, so what? This is uh, I, I, I know Luis. Luis is uh, Luis. I'm sorry, I, I took you. Off. I said, hey, are you showing up to support Orlando City this Wednesday in the Open Cup semifinal? Are you showing? Are you showing up to support the city 
where you live. We all want to know. <laughs> so, oh, listen. I, I, I'm sorry. This this is this is this is something that Orlando City needs to ask themselves. This individual, world famous, shows shows such so much devotion for a club in a city where he doesn't live, in a country where he doesn't live. Meanwhile, there's a club here in town, here in town, that that can do that for him. And you know what? You can be an Arsenal fan all you want, but it here at home, here right. at home, right? But it, this, right? But, but we cannot, it, yeah. But we cannot change how people think, right? I mean, I, I mean, who who are we to change their their views? Like, if he really feels like I'm a like I I support Chelsea. Uh, I mean, before Orlando City came to to or, to Orlando, I mean, before USL, like 2009, I'm a huge Barcelona fan. I'm a huge FC. I have a flag up in my in my den. I, I I'm a huge fan. Uh, now, uh, does that make me, you know, like not wanting to support Orlando? Of course not. When Orlando started. You know, going and said, you know, I'm going to support Orlando City. This is, you know, I'm going to because I'm from Orlando, right? I'm from Orlando. I'm going to support Orlando City. Yeah, but obviously, not a lot of people are like that. Um, a lot of people, unfortunately, they 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 jump the wagon. You know, when 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 things are hot, like Orlando went from USL to MLS. I guarantee you that that made people have exposure to Orlando City. They didn't know what happened before in 2010, 2011, 2012. They didn't know what was going on, you know, but just the sole fact of joining MLS, it's going to bring eye, it brought eyes, new eyes, new people. Oh man, there's a MLS, there's a team in town. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm going to go. It brought excitement, right? And we need that, I think. And what's going to be that deciding factor? Winning a championship. Uh, and and it'll be the first major championship the city of Orlando has ever won because Orlando went to two Eastern Conference Finals and uh, and two NBA Finals and they failed. And um, this is it. This is it. This is I think more than you know. And, and I know people from other uh, clubs. I want to say hello to Mar Maria from Colorado and a lot of people that are watching are probably. But why? Or why is Orlando like this? Because. Orlando has been always a small market, and and never and the fans have never been loyal to the city because Orlando's never won anything. That is the cold hard true fact. And uh, you know, I don't expect going with my my you know Harry Potter magic wand and pretending that I'm gonna go ahead and save the universe and change everyone's minds. Because I'm Luis Carlos Pineda and and blah 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 and and I don't expect them to be that way. What I'm what I want to do is still support, show up on Wednesday, right? Chant every single time, be the 12th man, be there, and you know, and and, and support the team's decisions at, at this point. You know, if they decide to part ways with Oscar, unfortunately. I want to thank being the serious organization that they are. They already know that they have to have a suitable replacement because you're doing this in the middle of a season in which Orlando also needs to play for playoff contention still. You know, do you want to do that? Do you, you know, like, what are you going to do? Pedro Galicia, and I, and I bring it again, he has not re-signed his contract yet. 
what's going to happen? He already lost a mentor in Ricardo Gareca. He already lost a mentor in Ricardo Gareca. Now you're going to take his other mentor that has also revitalized his career. You know, he's so close with the coaching staff of Oscar Pereja, Pedro Aleses. They're like this. So I want to think that that's a priority too for the club, right? You know, because Pedro is the best player of Orlando City and it's our keeper. So, and I'm not saying it because I'm Peruvian. I'm just saying it because, you know, you're taking away somebody that's very important for that locker room. If you're going to maintain people in that locker room, you need to also see what are your options. If there's no suitable replacement that's going to, like Matias Almeida, like Ricardo Gareca, and somebody with a renowned name, Bruce Arena, that has won more MLS Cups than anybody, but most of the MLS Cups he's won, it's in the in the era when they used to have uh, penalty shootouts, like the, like the shootouts, uh, what is it called, the shootouts, the 1v1s. Uh, you know, if you're going to have a suitable replacement, I think Pareja, in my opinion, you got to give him also the players, the injuries. I mean, Facundo Torres has never been a player that's going to, you know, he's not, he's not a, a Dembele, you know, he's not, a, he's, he's not yet at that level. He, he's not a, 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 a Memphis Depay, you know, he's not a, a, a Gabi. You know, maybe, maybe with Gabi, he can go to the, you know, toe to toe, you know, but, but he, he, you know, we still, we don't have a face yet. Our face is Pedro Galese is not being renewed still. Guys, well, uh, Paola, if you uh, want to take us, uh, come on, don't tell me that you have nothing to say because you have Tiro de Esquina podcast to talk about. Yes, 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 yes. So, um, yesterday we started the first episode for Tiro de Esquina, um, it's already in YouTube. I it's gonna be soon on Spotify, I promise. Um, and then on Thursday, we're gonna, um, Record another episode just to see what happens on Wednesday. So um, follow us in, in Twitter and our YouTube channel and our Instagram, Tiro de Esquina Podcast, please, so we can have more listeners little by little. It's in Spanish. Everything that we said here, we're going to talk about it in, in Tiro de Esquina Podcast in Spanish. What's what's the uh, handle for the Twitter account? It's T-E... Tiro de Spanish, because obviously that's that's the target here. Exactly. Um, te, and let me let me confirm that. Give me one second. No, no, it does. It's everything. Está todo corrido. Everything is um is at te te esquina podcast. Ese that's the the one for Twitter. Okay, fantastic. So I I I have to tell you, I actually listened to the podcast to get ready for our show today. Uh, and I'll give you guys the, the one minute synopsis because I'm looking at the time. Uh, I think uh, it's a great podcast, very informative, very fun. It's a uh, husband-wife dynamic, which is uh, really hard to replicate any other way. I think it's obviously the first type of dynamic that you will see in Orlando City podcast. And uh, as the original founder of Tereskina, I am glad, I'm happy, very proud that the people that are taking over are two fantastic individuals, not only you, but but uh, your soon-to-be husband, Alex, who, 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 you know, they, they made a good product, and I wish you well. 
uh, I wish our club um, really dedicated more time to the Spanish language community in Latin America. And, and, and I wish you uh, a lot of luck with that. Um, very proud. With the, thank the, you. The, thank uh, you. Very good. Um, with that said, uh, uh, I want to thank uh, our friends at OC Fan TV who, uh, who hosted me this past week to talk about uh, the situation with our club. Uh, you know, uh, thank you very much to the guys, Zach, Zach, uh, Bryce, and uh, Dave. Um, nothing but uh, great, fantastic uh, Orlando City fans, servants of this club, who went viral in Europe with their reactions after the Arsenal game. And uh, friends, I join my co-host on this. Wednesday, be there. Your club needs you. Your club needs you. And um, to uh, to the oh goodness, I forgot already. Uh, anyways, to the to the to the, my friend Aston. If you want to come to Orlando City, reach out to me, my friend. I have a ticket for you so we can watch together. Uh, Revolution versus Orlando, so you can be proud of your hometown team. With that said, thank you very much, everybody. Um, I, again, I can reach out for uh, on the scoreman76, uh, the legendary David on YouTube uh, for my vlog. Uh, and uh, again, proud to be part of the number one podcast for Orlando City. Loud and proud Orlando. Don't worry about it. Everybody else knows. We're the number one. They know we are the number one podcast <laughs> in Orlando City. So don't worry about it. There's no jealousy. They already admit to it. They tell me all the time. So, Luis, with that, what do we have uh, here for the friends before we go? Well, I want to first and foremost thank everybody that's been online. An hour and 36 minutes of a show. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, uh, check us out on Twitter at, at LPO underscore podcast. We're also on Facebook as uh, Loud and Proud Orlando. And also on YouTube, click on the notification bell for all notifications. Uh, we're growing every day. Thank you so much. Um, I got a brand new camera. I do want to say I've, I got an actual camera to record and I'll be able to get the press conference footage back in action. I'm, I'm back in action. I have to get the SD card tomorrow at Best Buy. So I should be hopefully by, by uh, this New York uh, Red Bulls Orlando game, have the post game reactions and a lot of new stuff now that I have uh, professional equipment. So and um, quick, one quick thing, Luis, I'm sorry to interrupt you. If there's anybody out there, specifically a college student uh, that is in journalism, sports journalism, that will look, that would like to join our team to cover the practices, because unfortunately right. these three individuals here have day jobs, we can't go to it, it and, and cover OCB. Uh, if, if you would like to join us, please reach out to any of our yeah. uh, Twitter handles We'd love to have you. It's going to be fun. Um, you know, we can work the particulars. It's going to be unpaid. <laughs> but uh, you'll be joining, uh, I, I think, a, a fantastic group of people that uh, that will definitely uh, appreciate your efforts. And uh, obviously, we'll give you an audience. Uh, because, again, we're the number one podcast for Orlando City. Do, listen, a famous Puerto Rican wrestler, Chicky Star, always, always said this. You cannot be humble when you're the best. And I'm not going to be humble. I have never been because I'm the best. I'm a winner, and I surround myself with winners. <laughs> These individuals are winners. You are a winner because you chose to watch us tonight. So with that said, I shut the microphone off for the last thing. 
No, and, and again, um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and um, thank Joshua Tall, too, that he dropped some comments. You know, we have to keep Galese. Let's win on Wednesday against DC United. Let's stun uh, the Red Bulls. Yeah, I mean, this is huge. Uh, personally, for me, uh, I understand that I have to keep my composure. I'm a, I'm a journalist, and uh, I, I will. But uh, I grew up in Orlando. To me, the, this Wednesday is uh, all or nothing, just like the song from O-Town, famous boy band, also from Orlando, right? So it's all or nothing. It's, it's all in the line. It, you know, uh, we got we, we to gotta support. Uh, this is more than just a soccer game, in my opinion. This is uh, something that is going to make the city of Orlando very special. It's going to be the highlight of the year for the city of Orlando. I know the mayor will be there in the final. I know all leaders will be there. I'm sure that final will be packed. If Orlando goes there, it will be a sold-out stadium. And that's that's the face of the city. You know, that's the face of the city. And, uh, you know, once we have that silverware up there, then the sky is the limit for Orlando City. I think the Wolves uh, own a fantastic club with fantastic uh, – People that work in it, you know, um, th that are all about, you know, the city of Orlando. And uh, what a better reward from some players that may not be with us next season or maybe Oscar, if he decides that maybe this is time for a change for him as well, that be part of history, right? This is a, there'll be a, this is a, a before and after. This is a before and after. This is the turning point that Orlando City wanted as a club. Um and they have the opportunity to be part of the history books. So I commend everybody to go on Wednesday and, and support the Lions. And, uh, you know, I know you wanted to say something else, Dave, before we before we go. Uh, last words. Vamos Orlando, as always. Vamos Orlando. Vamos Orlando. <laughs> Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud Orlando. I want to thank you for listening to us through Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Help us grow our purple community by following us on all our social media outlets. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're also available on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're available on Instagram as Pineda underscore ORL. We're available on Facebook as Loud and Proud Orlando. And on Twitter, as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And vamos Orlando.